1: are both right now drinking our cardi miracle which is uh and we both prefer it with a little bit more water so and i'm almost done with mine but this was full it was full um and it's one scoop twice a day in distilled water it is important to put it in distilled water i put
2: mine in spring water
1: spring water will work too don't use i just tap not tap water, water.
2: I don't it defeats the water. whole
1: purpose really but, i like mine and I, I actually when i get about halfway through this yeah, I, I add more water. more water to it and i drink it all day um it's literally every vitamin and mineral that you need at even more than what the you know government recommends right and you your know, body just anyway. expels
2: what you don't need your yeah. body will not absorb it it's like once it reaches the limit you'll find that you go pee
1: more right and what were your symptoms before
2: oh i was i would get short of breath going from the kitchen to my bedroom i was working from home 8 hours a day and i there were many Many days that I did not make it through a whole shift because I was dizzy. I was nauseous. I was shorter, like shorter breath to the point, which is what I think was causing my dizziness because I wasn't getting enough oxygen. I felt terrible, like almost all the time. And I went through that for about a year before mm-hmm. we started doing this cardio miracle in February. And it really has made a difference. And it's,
1: Hey, it's every hard. day, seriously, start your day really have with to- cardio miracle, go to defiantmiracle.com. It's our affiliate link. Use promo code Defiant. If you sign up for the Subscribe and Save, then you get oh, that's so helpful. An additional to order it, yeah, ten percent off, and then they just send it to you every month. All right, so uh, Cardi Miracle, get yes. yours today. Defiantmiracle.com. Promo code Defiant.
3: It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all, and they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates This ends now.
4: I am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph.
3: Right place to recruit for a militia.
4: God save King George!
6: you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
8: If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for your son. I got 99 problems, and a bitch ain't one. The second time, make the devil change his mind. It's a pound of flesh, but it's really a ton. Ninety-nine problems and a bitch ain't one. If you haven't got problems, I feel bad for your son. I got ninety-nine problems and a bitch ain't one. Ninety-nine problems, but a bitch ain't one. I feel bad for your son 99 problems and a bitch ain't one I got 99
7: To another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Micken with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. V Lynn. Hello, Patriots. What's up, Huckers? How was your day? Hopefully you all had a good day.
1: I reset um, my injury clock again today. Seamus reset my injury clock again today. You're back at zero? I'm back at most definitely zero. That little fucked hard.
7: He's not He's really little.
1: Such an ass hat. So I took him for their morning walk.
7: Yeah, I got to hear all of this now because so, I we we had it. So I get home. Let me let me start from my side of the story. Mm-hmm. So I get home this afternoon, right? Nothing nor nothing abnormal. The assholes out mowing his fucking lawn. Mm-hmm. Kind of hoping it was him knocking on the door, it wasn't unfortunately. Um, but there was a knock at the door. I was like, "The fuck is this?" Hope is what it is. One of our other neighbors who lives up the street from us. We walk by his house every day. We walk the dogs. He came over. He goes, hey, uh, you got Seamus, right? The big dog? Yeah. Got the big dog. He goes, hey man, look, love the dog. Love watching him. But uh chased cats this morning. This is like third time, bro. Okay. We'll take care of it. Not a problem. Folks, let me give you an example.
1: And then they spent an hour talking and this
7: is, this is and this is This is how. Finding common ground. This is how you talk to your neighbors. Bro. Yo. Your dog, bro. Dude. Got away. Chased my cats again. Hey, he's a pussy lover. Okay, fine. <laughs> I love pussy too. <laughs> point being here. Point being here. He did it like a human does. There's hope. Also, he's an SF guy. Which is fucking crazy. He lives right down the road from me because I didn't even know another group guy moved in. I was like, yeah, dude. Um, holy shit found out we were in a b- bunch of the same places all over again. Talking about the same shit all over again. It's like, dude, come on down for a beer. Hey, you want some eggs?
1: Which I didn't even hear that part of the conversation. I just went to get the eggs out of the coop and I had an egg carton out because I, I had one out in the front porch and, and I like, you know, it was half full, two duck eggs, four chicken eggs. And I was like, here, I hand them to him. I was like, no one leaves our house
7: empty handed. So, you know, take the eggs anyway.
1: So this morning I get to, and I- that was
7: even before she knew what has, that, that a- the reason that precipitated the conversation between me and him.
1: Yeah. So I had to go to my mom's today, just not for very long, but we had cut down a whole bunch of bushes and stuff when they put up the fence or before they put up the fence and we were in a rush to get out of there. So we hadn't I hadn't cleaned it all up and they're coming to paint the fence. So I had to go over there and clean up all the clippings and whatnot, all the shit that I took down. It's fine. So, and then I had an interview on Forbidden Knowledge News, which comes out tomorrow um, at one o'clock. So I knew I had to leave my parents no later than noon. So I had to get my ass over there. So I get up, bring the kids to school early And uh, come back and I set up the show and walk, go to walk the dogs. And they're fine. But we get down to the yard where I normally let them run on their own. And the egrets were there. And I was like, fuck, you know what? We're going to skip the run in the side yard. Because last time Seamus went in the freaking pond after the damn egrets. So. We walk down the road and they're fine. we're running, like we're doing a little jog, you know, so trying to get their energy out. So whatever, they're fine. We get all, we get all the way to the causeway. We're halfway down the causeway. And there's a car coming. So I, I call car, which is the very first thing we train them on. Car means they go to the side of the road and they stop and they wait. And they know, like, no matter what they're doing, no matter how hard they're playing, if you call car. And you only do it when there's a car coming. Otherwise they know, like you're like the way you're called, called cried wolf. They don't play that game, but they like, they'll hear the car and they'll stop. And they know and they'll stop. So we're stopped on the side of the causeway and Seamus saw something. I don't know if he saw the there's quail over there. I don't know if he saw the quail. I don't know if he saw fuck if I know what he saw. But all of a sudden he gets that uppity fucking, you know, he's about, and I was like, no Seamus, no,
7: that's when you grab his collar
1: i did how do you think i landed on my damn ass did you grab the collar or the leash i had both i had the leash in one hand and i had annie's leash wrapped around my wrist so i had my i had both leashes in one hand and i grabbed his collar and he took off and i tried to dig my heels in First, I tried to run because I knew I was either that or I was falling on my face. And then I tried to dig my heels in, and that was it. I landed hard on my ass. I had on because it was cold this morning. I had on a long sleeve T shirt and a hoodie, and I still freaking tore up the arm, the skin on my elbow. And I don't do it to her. I can't like I can't sit. Like, I think I cracked my coccyx. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> that shit hurts. Thank God I hardly ever sit all day anyway. I
7: can put a bandaid
1: on it. No, you can't. I might have to sit on a pillow though. Like, I might need one of those inflatable donut pillows. You know, oh, we have that beer pit. We have that yeah. beer pillow. Dude, that will totally work. I can totally sit on that. That might work. Motherfucker. And then I was so pissed at him and I like beat this shit. I it's hard to beat a 200-pound dog. He just looks at you like, is that all you've got? Seriously?
7: He doesn't look at me that
1: way. I hit him with a leash and I was like, you fucking moron. And I was mad at him and I yelled at him. I was like, that's it. We're going home. I turned around and we went home. We are two houses from our house. And I was like, all right, you idiots. You know what? Fine. You want to run the side yard? Fine. We're two houses from our house and Seamus sees the damn cat. And I'm like, Motherfucker! So Seamus is running through the yard. I'm like he's chasing the cat. The cat's freaked the fuck out. He's running from under one car to under the other car. Seamus is running around. I'm screaming top my lungs at 7:30 in the morning. Seamus, you fucking moron! You piece of shit ass hat. Get back here! Cussing up the (laughs) store. Seamus runs into the old lady's uh, yard. Of course, she's dead. So no, she's not. The old I lady, just, yeah, she's
7: not.
1: Is she had, like a man? Okay.
7: No, her her daughter. Her daughter is a physical therapist, uh-huh. and she's living with her right now, taking care of her. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Well, she hasn't left, left the house in like a year. Let or me so know that.
1: I, we all, I thought she was dead. Anyway. Shit,
7: I thought she was dead too. Smoking two packs of cigarettes, I thought, fuck, damn, dude. Anyway, I thought she was dead ten years ago.
1: So he's, he's running through her yard. I'm trying to catch him anyway. It was a big, big... I was so pissed. It was a
7: big fucking drama.
1: I was like, you dumbass dog. So yes, I am back to zero days, Texas Trout. Thank you very much. Seamus set me on my ass yet again. So I'm ordering him a fucking they don't even make shot collars big enough for dogs this size.
7: Yeah. Because it takes a taser to take him down. <laughs> so, I mean, they hit him with tasers, hun. I know they hit him with the same shit. They hit us with.
1: <sighs> oh, let's you, I, you know what? When I, I, I've debated not walking them at the same time, like walking then and walking the other. The thing is, at least if Annie's with Seamus, like she keeps him mostly distracted. He's primarily focused on her. If I walk Seamus by himself, he's looking at everything and he just gets into more trouble. So either I don't walk Seamus or I walk them
7: both. So. Or we get a new collar for him, or which is what we're going to do. You walk them because we're just, no, I'm not going to walk them. You're going mean, to walk, you walk, the walk other him one. with me. Yeah, I'll walk him. That's not a problem. He never runs from me. Yeah, because well. he also knows I kick his ass. <laughs> I'll fucking knock his ass the fuck out. I don't Jesus. care how big he is. Dog. I punch him as hard as I can. Piece you watch that motherfucker girl. drop like a fucking bag of bricks. I done knocked out a dog before. Won't be the first time, won't be the second. Still, anyway. the point is that's how you do it. Mm. You, you knock on your neighbor's door, you walk in, you explain what the problem is. You don't fucking call some asshole the county.
1: Yeah. Or go bitch on Facebook.
7: He's not flipping me off. He's flipping the name off. That's <sighs> over there. The That's <laughs> over there. What a fucking bitch he is. Anyway, I'm just saying there's hope there. Cause you know, not only that, he's a group guy. And then when he found out I was a group guy, he was like, holy shit. Then it was all better. Then it was all better. Then it was fine. That was fine. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Edward. Good, good call on that one, buddy. Medic! <laughs> 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 that's a good one. Okay. You, you 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 know what, Edward? You know, just because you know, a lot of people think that they can't get thunder kicks for stickers. No, nope. that's deserving. Thunder. Thunder. thunder, thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here! Oh! Oh! <laughs> that's for you, Edward. Hey, well done, sir. Well done. That was funny. That was comical. So today, um, hey, Joe Biden's going down to Israel tomorrow tonight. He leaves tonight. It's a 12 hour flight. Can can you all do me a favor? Let's let's Help. play let's play a game real quick. 45 seconds. It's 45 seconds. It's a game. Trust me. I'm gonna ask you a bunch of questions. You're gonna either say to yourself yes or no. And then I'm gonna tell you what the real deal is. Okay. So think about this for one second. Joe Biden in two days is going to a war torn country. Do you know what the threat level in that war-torn country right now is for the Secret Service?
1: I mean, it's probably pretty fucking high.
7: If you put it, if you counted it on a scale of 100 points, let's say 100 being the maximum threat, zero being none. Right now in Israel, what do you think the threat level is for the president of the United States? A million. It's about 98%. The point is, is Israel has no control over Hamas. Hamas can drop bombs in there. Whenever they want. Mm -hmm. Got a question for you. Mm -hmm. Why is Joe Biden going to a country which they have absolutely no security in and there's a huge threat from Hamas? So he can die. Is that it? That's what I thought it was too at first. And I agree with you. Because why not? They can't 25th them because they won't get the Democrat support. What if this is a setup to kill the president of the United States? However, then I started thinking about it. What else was going on just prior to this? Because Joe Biden, we played it last night. Joe Biden came out and said during his sixty Minutes interview, he said, "Just don't." He well, didn't no, say. No,
1: we didn't. We didn't play the whole thing. We only played the part. No,
7: then. yeah, that's that's all that matters. He said, "Just don't, just don't Hezbollah, don't Lebanon, don't." And then Scott Pelley opened his fucking stupid mouth and said, "What? Don't cross the border and don't come into Israel." And Joe Biden said, yes. So now Scott Pelley is, is writing US foreign, U.S. foreign policy for the president of the United States. <laughs> Does anybody else see a problem with that? I mean, his brain works better than Biden's. Hold on. Got another one just for saying, you. Got another. I'm just adding these up, folks. This is just how my brain works. This is another one, too. So get this. He was in talks. He said, just don't during that interview. Why did he say just don't? Hmm. Cause they've been in talks with Iran forever now uh-huh. about getting them this money. And they were, he was like, Iran was just at the table. And now Qatar is saying they're not going to release that money. Time out, please okay. just stop. Okay, okay. He was just, he just had Iran at the table and they attacked. And was that an intelligence failure? Do you think Joe knew about that? I do. I think not only did Joe know about that, I think Joe knew about it and said, ah, that's not going to happen. We've got him at the table. We're bargaining with him right now. He is such a retard. He didn't even see him pull what the Japanese did to us during World War II. It was the same thing the Japanese did to us. We were in talks with Japan to keep them out of the war. And then they went and bombed Pearl Harbor. So I ask you again, is this really about Hamas or is this about Joe Biden? Because honestly, the more and more I look at this, this is about a failed leader in the United States that everybody sees right now as a failure. And everyone is taking advantage of this. And I'm going to call this right now, in the next five months, we are going to watch China China take Taiwan. Why? Because they're not going to do it when somebody else is president. They're going to do it under this jackass. Watch. I'm just telling you, flag it. If you have to post it, market, it. post date it, subscript it. I don't give a fuck. Do it. But when it happens, I told you so. Cause that's coming. That's next because there's no way the rest of the world is looking at the United States saying, well, you're still the beacon of strength. How are we the beacon of strength? We just let a major terrorist incident happen to one of our closest allies.
1: The people of the world don't see the American government as a beacon of strength, but they see the American people as a beacon of strength, as the last shining hope. I've had so many people from everywhere from the UK to Spain to Australia tell me that on Twitter spaces late at night. You guys are the last hope for everybody. We okay. are the last hope. That's scary. The
7: American people. That's that what I saw. them. Really scary. I'm like, because <laughs> if you saw what's going on here in America right now, you'd be shitting your fucking brains out mm-hmm. going, well, I'm fucking dead.
1: I was emailing a guy from Spain today who reached out to me after he saw the, uh, Charlie Robinson interview. And, uh, he was asking about electric culture and, and he said he has a lot of copper and, you know, um, asking, if there was some way he could get it to me. And I was like, I'd rather you pay it forward. Do you have a, you know, does your local school have a garden? Give them, you know, make them some electroculture antennas. Do the el- Are the elderly people in your neighborhood having difficulty feeding themselves? You know, introduce them to electroculture. Is there a plot of land you can set up a community garden, get the kids involved and make an electroculture garden? And he said, actually, the elderly in, in my neighborhood are still all part of the old ways, or, or you know, still garden they're more likely to feed me than i am to feed them all the children in the neighborhood garden i don't think the school has a garden but all the kids in the community are give a, garden. Everybody a garden and like i give was everybody an no i know and i, right I was that. like well that's great i said and that really gives me hope that it sounds like you guys are going to be a lot more prepared for what's coming than any of us so
7: well maybe not us but but i mean people. generally
1: yeah. in america
7: yeah because not everybody
1: gardens no no, but let's play another little game real quick. Real quick. How long did you say that flight was from the U.S. to Israel? 12 hours. How long is the flight from D.C. to Ohio?
7: Uh, less than an hour.
1: How long is the flight from D.C. to Hawaii?
7: Six hours. Okay.
1: just Just saying.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he went he, to Israel first.
1: He's yet to go to East Palestine. Understand. He has yet to go to East Palestine, Ohio. We're pushing a year on that shit.
7: Took him three weeks to go to fucking Hawaii.
1: Hawaii, And then he was there for four hours and he talked about how his cat almost died and he almost lost his Corvette. And then he he was off off again. But he's been to
7: Ukraine a whole bunch and now he's going to Israel. Well, this is the other part of that argument. Hold on. This is the other part of that argument because what if, and I, I heard this, this has been batted around a little bit. What if Joe going down to Israel today explains all the other foreign leaders that want to go to Israel. What do you mean? They're trying to build in. Think about this. If Joe Biden's going down to Israel today, right? What's not going on in Israel today?
1: Hmm.
7: The ground war in Gaza Strip.
1: Oh yeah, no, not
7: yet. Um... So stop, just hold on. Hear me out on this. Just let this play out. So I got a question for you. If Joe Biden goes down there today, or tomorrow. Let's say, uh, what's his name from Ukraine goes down there in two days. What's really going on? What are they stopping? They're preventing that ground war from happening because while another foreign leader is in there, they're not going to start a ground war where a foreign leader can get killed on Israeli soil. So they're not going to go start that ground war. Why aren't they going to start that ground war? Cause Joe Biden's there or Vladimir Zelensky's there, or some other fucking nipple-headed kumquat from another fucking country is there. King Charles. Watching Israel not invade Gaza.
1: Playing rotating world leaders to keep them from- On purpose. Advancing the ground war.
7: Correct. Folks, I told you when this shit started, the first day, the first words out of my mouth, stay the fuck out of it. Let Israel, this is what we did in seven history repeats itself. This is what we did in 73. It came back and killed 1200 Israeli citizens. Israel, take care of it. Do your job. Hmm. Take care of it. Take care of your problem. You have defined as far as I'm concerned, they have the clearest strategy I've heard so far. Absolutely dismantle all of Hamas, destroy Hamas, allowing the civilians to leave if they choose. If they don't choose at that point, there are enemy combatants. Where can they go? That's on them. Hey, look, look, as far as I'm concerned, you know, a lot of people give me a lot of shit about this, but I don't think any of you will. Palestine, you fucked up. You fucked around, and now you're finding out at level 10. You just haven't found out yet. It's coming. The people in Palestine, listen, you want to, you guys want to bitch at us and say, well, where are the comparisons for all? Listen, let me tell you about comparisons on the battlefield. Okay. We had three mortar rounds fired at us. When I was in Iraq, when I first got to Iraq with 211 ACR, when I was there, we had three mortar rounds fired at us. First night we were there, hit our mortar tent, hit the guys that fire our mortars, hit their tent. Didn't kill anybody. Fucked them up though. Scared the shit out of them because they were all sleeping. When we finally got our guns registered, when we finally got our paladins, because we had paladins on our post, when we finally got those registered where they could return fire, let me tell you something. The first round that was fired at us, we took out a grid square. We eliminated a whole grid square that's a thousand by thousand meter box. We just dumped around every five meters. We eliminated the whole grid square. We fired so many rounds in retaliation. They didn't shoot at us for another seven days. They were so scared that we were going to fuck them up past the oblivion. That peace through strength. That is peace through strength. That is a reasonable rate of return. If you shoot at us, this is how I shoot back. Enjoy that. There's no, this shit that everybody's going on about, well, this is unreasonable because the Jews are going to destroy the tough. That's a reasonable rate of return. How can you make the argument that it's unreasonable when the Palestinians walked into a a fucking rave and just killed kids mercilessly?
1: How did they walk in? Or how did they paraglide in without the Israeli, uh, the IDF, seeing them?
7: It's or great question. Detecting them. It's a great question. One will probably never get the answer for. Mm-hmm. The sad part is, is that we're still pawns in a in a game we're not even playing.
1: Well, see, you know what? You're you're half right on that. We are pawns in a game that we are playing, especially you and I, but a bigger game. And
7: no, I'm just talking about no, the no, country. But part. hold
1: on, hold on, hold on, hold on. My turn now, because I have another conspiracy theory. Because today on Forbidden Knowledge News, Chris asked me if I thought that the evil cabal, the elites, are deliberately trying to bring about end time revelation prophecy, right? the apocalypse, essentially. I was like, you know, I'm called the mother of the apocalypse, right? And we've had that discussion on here and the point is moot because even if they are, it would be at God's behest even if they don't know it. So what if they do know it? What if they've come to realize maybe their AI told them, maybe their Alice told them that they can't win against God. Maybe They've come to understand that unless they stop the ground invasion of Gaza, that they will be fulfilling biblical prophecy to a point past the point
7: of no return. See, see, this is the problem with that. I don't think they're trying to stop the ground invasion. Listen to what I'm saying. They're giving enough time to get Hamas out of Gaza. Mm. That's all they're doing. They're providing enough time to listen. And somebody questioned me on this today. So I'll ask you all, tell me something. We have supposedly 29 captives that are still being held by Hamas right now. We had 29 get killed, 29 Americans get killed. We have 29, supposedly 29 ha- captives that are American citizens. I've got a question for you. all What do you think is going to happen to them? They're going to die. You ready for this one? I think they're already dead. They're already dead. Yeah. They were already already dead dead because what what happens, okay? What happens, especially in the Middle Eastern territories, how do you keep the big countries off your back? When you shoot the wrong person, you drag them with you. And they carry them back. Why do they do that? Because if they don't have a dead body, they still think they're alive. In which case, they're not going to do a full frontal assault on you they're going to try and save as many of the captives as they can first. There's a reason why my guys are back down there again. There's a reason why seal team six is moving into position to be there. There's a reason why all of this shit is happening at this time, even though they're supposedly not going to be allowed in. To actually go do anything.
1: They wouldn't be there if they weren't allowed in.
7: Bingo. My boys don't deploy unless they know they're going to be going to kick down doors and shoot people in the face. They don't go to stand
1: around and jerk off. Nope. Now, SEAL Team 6, did they bring their camera crew with them?
7: They could have brought their publicists.
1: I mean, did their marketing agent approve it? Their
7: publicists could be there. That's a possibility. There's a possibility to that. Sleep, eat, lift, and sun. That's what SEAL stands for. Lots of sun in Israel. So, hey, you
1: never know just a- <sighs> anyway um what the heck just happened about what
7: i was about to say
1: lots <laughs> of yeah, shit happened. there's a lot
7: of shit that happened Genesepi, how you when, doing when i
1: went down the god road i do that a lot and you get used to it
7: um we snap around a lot
1: we do so bb good old bb bb is calling for world war ii all over again
7: Or world war Three
1: no no he's calling for a, a remake of world war ii just rebranded check it out
7: except this time the israelis are going to do more of the the killing than the germans you'll see yeah because he's got german flags behind him which is odd to see
3: right hamas uh, are the new nazis hamas is isis in some instances worse than isis and just as the world united to defeat the nazis Just as the world united to defeat ISIS, the world has to stand united behind Israel to defeat Hamas. This is part of an axis of evil uh, of Iran and Hezbollah and Hamas. Their goal, open goal, is to eradicate the State of Israel. The open goal of Hamas is to kill as many Jews as they could, and the only difference is They would have killed every last one of us, murdered every last one of us, if they could. They just don't have the capacity, but they murdered an extraordinary 1,300 civilians, which, in American terms, is like many, many, many 9-11s. So obviously, we must take action to defeat Hamas and to ensure that this doesn't happen again. But this is not only our battle, it is our common battle, the battle of civilization against barbarism. Uh, and if it's not stopped here, the savagery will reach you very soon and reach the entire world. I agree with
7: that. I, I don't agree with BB all the time, but I do agree with that because look, we already, we already see it. Remember last Friday, they said there were no, no planned attacks here in the U S and all of a sudden NYPD is calling up their freaking every single one of their cops and everybody starts asking the question, wait a minute, NYPD's got a pretty badass intelligence unit. What are you guys tracking that we're not? And then all of a sudden, the FBI comes out on Sunday and says, well, we got some attacks that might happen here in the U.S. Folks, the guns, you know, everybody can say what they want about fucking shooting deer and shit. Yeah, you can kill a deer with a 5.56. You can kill a deer with a three oh eight. The guns aren't about the deer. They've never been about the deer. Our forefathers told them that the gun told us that the guns were about the government. We keep our guns because we keep our government at bay. When we've got guns, when you have an armed society, you're less likely to get stupid around them because one day they just might say, fuck it, haul off and crack a shot at you. That's the reason for our guns and to defend ourselves, not only from our government, but from foreign governments. This is what Israel does. If Israel had that, I I look, I ask myself this question all the time. If that attack happened in the United States, how far would they have gotten? If they went into a, a blue town, they probably would have eliminated a whole city. Yeah. If they went in a red town, they wouldn't have got down the first street. Think about it. You all know what I'm talking about. You live in those neighborhoods. You know what it's like. Ain't nobody making it through my neighborhood. They're going to get shot so many times before they even make it to my house. It, I won't have anything to kill.
1: I mean, that's true. The first person on the
7: on the street coming in would
1: probably shoot them. They've got a big uh, Trump one flag hanging off their garage. I'm friends with them actually. She's pretty badass.
7: I, I, I'm just saying, it, it's it, folks. It won't happen here because we have guns and we're better armed than most third world militaries as a civilian populace which is ridiculous but it's outstanding at the same time because you know what there ain't nobody gonna come here trying to stab people with a knife because we'll just shoot them
1: so the iranian foreign minister and i'm gonna tell you all what this says that this says and then we're gonna let mick listen to it and translate it if he
7: Here's anything different? I'm
1: pretty sure you understand this. Uh said, if Israeli crimes do not stop, new fronts will be opened. I had a phone call with the Irish FM. He had a message from the West for us. I told them to tell Americans and Western parties to act fairly. I told them we don't give orders to resistance groups and they decide themselves. That's from the Iranian foreign minister. Well, let's listen Hassan to what he has to say. Amir Abdullayan.
7: If you'd stop clicking so fast. I might be able to read his name. Uh yeah, son, he's the foreign ministry for Iranian national defense.
9: Okay. And No. Ah, rewind it a little bit, just a
7: little bit, like two seconds. I missed the verb. Go.
9: Uh, he added in uh he talked to the Irish FM
7: he did talk to the Irish FM the, the foreign minister from Ireland the Ireland foreign minister called him out of the blue and said that he had a message from the West, he passed the message from the West, and he passed back. Basically, look, if y'all fuck with us, we're gonna fuck them up. If you cross the border, we're gonna fuck them up. That's essentially what he's saying, just in Arabic. It doesn't translate the same way. It, it's very it's hard to translate that, but
9: keep going. I'll keep listening. <laughs> Uh, qazze, uh, ro-
7: that was a direct threat against the United States. He said, and if the U.S. crosses the borders, there will be problems because, again, we do not tell Hamas what to do. They are, they are freedom fighters.
9: We do not tell them what to do. They do what they want. Yeah, it's the same. So yeah,
7: I mean, it's it's about right on. I don't think they're going to screw that up. That's a pretty good. They decide themselves what they're going to do. That's exactly what he said. They, it, Hamas is going to do what Hamas does. Look, if you think Iran has control over Hamas, they don't. But what they do control is all of Hamas's weapons. For instance, they just found uh, Iranian mortar shells in Israel. How? Hamas shot them there. Bingo. Uh, Breaking,
1: babe, from a gun store owner that Griff knows. Yeah. A Czech company is buying all the ammunition manufacturers in in the U.S. for $1.4 billion.
7: Oh. Yeah, that does seem kind of cheap. No shit. What, um, did he sound, um, uh, wait, a Czech company is buying. I don't think they can. I think that's illegal. That goes against the foreign arms embargo. No one
1: gives a shit about that anymore.
7: I, I gotcha. The, the point is, is if this guy wants to stop it, the easiest thing is to go to the media with it. Say, Hey, look, wait a minute. We have an arms embargo with Czechoslovakia. We do. We have an arms embargo. We can't sell ammo to them. How is that possible? Um I mean, if they buy it then it's their ammo. No, they can't the it's an it's an embargo. We can't sell them it. We can't give it to them. Okay. They can't buy it publicly on US soil and us transport it for them because then we're it goes back to the Cold War shit with Czechoslovakia and Russia and everything else. Okay. How about this one? Did you guys hear today that they're trying to blame Trump now for Israel for the $6.1 billion or $6.9 billion yeah, talked
1: about that, the other day. that
7: we paid to, no, no, they, they just said it today. Mm-hmm. Today was the first day they brought it up. Nope. I know you called it.
1: No, I heard, cause I heard someone say it.
7: You heard somebody say what? That,
1: what is- that it was Trump's fault that, that they were blaming Trump for, The six whatever No
7: no no They're blaming Trump for starting it They said that Trump started it Trump didn't start it That was started under Obama Obama paid them Iran The fucking 13 pallets of fucking money You remember that? Yeah That was all part of that deal The only thing Trump didn't do Was shut that down Because he didn't know it existed And then Biden came back in office And then Biden sparked it right back up Because he knew that Trump didn't know it existed Mm -hmm. That's my thought on it.
1: Why is this just sitting here fucking spinning? I don't know. Seriously. What is going on with the internet these days?
7: I, We have fiber and we have the biggest ability to broadcast fiber everywhere. So I know. I don't understand what the problem is. It's
1: everywhere too. It's not just us either. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Did you guys hear about this? The
7: health Ministry in Gaza, which is
10: run by Hamas, is blaming the explosion on an Israeli airstrike. Meantime, Israel says that hospital was hit by a rocket misfired by Palestinian militants.
11: At least 500 people are said to have been killed. Fox News' Linda Schmidt joins us live in the studio with the very latest. Linda. yes, yeah, Stephen, Natasha, you know, you, you guys are both talking about it there. You have a, a Hamas is uh, claiming that it is Israel's fault. Israel blaming Hamas. That just keeps going back and forth. In the meantime, Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas has now canceled his meeting with President Biden, which was scheduled for tomorrow in Jordan. The hospital in Gaza was reportedly packed with wounded patients and other Palestinians seeking shelter from the Israeli retaliatory airstrikes. The health ministry, which is run by Hamas, is alleging at least 500 people were killed today. If that is confirmed, the Israeli airstrike would be the deadliest in five wars since 2008. Palestinian president...
1: All right, so real quick, I heard, and I, I, who knows, but I heard an interview with an Israeli colonel just before the show started. Um, so it was literally just as the show was starting, I didn't get the clip, but he said that the uh, Hamas was actually launched a barrage of missiles, rockets, whatever, at Israel, and one of them misfired and hit the hospital. And the way he said it, he was like, that's what happened makes me think that maybe that's not what happened, but that's what they're claiming.
11: And Mahmoud Abbas meeting today with U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken in Jordan in advance of a planned meeting tomorrow with President Biden and other Arab leaders. However, President Abbas has now canceled that meeting to protest the hospital bombing. In the meantime, the Israeli military is denying involvement in the hospital blast, saying it does not target hospitals, and that the explosion was caused by a misfired Palestinian rocket. President Biden's visit comes as Israel prepares for a ground assault in Gaza. Tanks and troops are massed at the border. Israel saying all airstrikes are targeting Hamas, not civilians. The U.S. is working to secure the release of American hostages, as well as push Israel to allow humanitarian aid into Gaza for civilian Palestinians.
7: That's obviously going to be high on the president's agenda to make the case that humanitarian assistance not only needs to start, but it needs to be able to to be sustainable.
11: More than a million Palestinians have fled their homes to the evacuation area in southern Gaza. The situation remains bleak, with basic supplies like food and medicine running out. The United Nations World Food Program has food and other necessities at the border of Gaza and Egypt, waiting for the OK to enter Gaza.
3: We need access into Gaza, and we need to be able to reach the people inside, wherever they are.
11: In Washington, Republican senators calling on the president to block Iran from accessing $6 billion recently freed up as part of a prisoner exchange. We know that Iran bankrolls Hamas.
7: Okay, I, I got a question for you. Yeah. Let's, let's get, get away from that $6 billion for just a second. Because I got something to add to that, mm-hmm. but I got another question. It's weird, right? They said that since this report—I don't know when you got this from. I don't today. Know what time today? Uh, Five o'clock tonight. Probably, yeah. Because since then, Israel has come out and said completely, 100%, the Iron Dome fired. Watch that round go up. And it went right down into that fucking hospital. It was definitely Palestinian yeah, yeah, fighter. It had nothing to do with Israel.
1: That's what this Israeli colonel said.
7: This, this shit that we see going on, this tit for tat. Hamas has done this before. They did this a bunch of years ago. They did it in the Gaza Strip. And they immediately blamed Israel. And Israel turned around and said, nope wasn't us it was you and then they said well it was us but it was the only reason we were firing it was because of you so it's your fault i mean seriously this is a he said she said bullshit fucking battle please just let israel do their job joe just stay the fuck out of there dude
1: now you're an idiot now that palestine isn't gonna meet with biden because of no abbas is yeah he's gone
7: well he's he was never gonna meet with him anyway you want to know why because Iran isn't going to hit them. Why is, why is, look, the secret service had two days to prepare for this visit. Two days. Think about this for one second. The secret service had two days prepare for this visit. Do you know how many days the secret service normally has for an overseas visit of a foreign world leader? Uh, a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks, normally three weeks. So let me tell you something. They didn't just come up with this shit on their own no this has been planned for a hot minute which makes you wonder what did biden know that we didn't know
9: well
1: uh you know what a reporter kind of asked that question
9: kind of thank you much sabrina so so far your officials including but not limited to sexual defense austin uh, they say so repeatedly that there's no conditions set on the use of the US ammunition provided to Israel. Yeah. And just in the past, uh, you've seen the uh, pictures, you say yourself that there's been an attack against uh, an hospital you know, with massive hundreds mm-hmm. of casualties. So, isn't there any concern within the Department of Defense that whilst you're supplying these military assistance, you're kind of part of it, or like you might be militarily involved in any possible war crimes committed against civilians?
2: So, what I will say is that exactly what you just mentioned what you just said is that we did not put any preconditions on Israel when it comes to using our security assistance. Um, From the beginning what we have said is that governments like us our democracies is what separates us ourselves from Hamas. We certainly expect Israel as with any ally or partner to uphold the law of war. Um, It should be very clear that Hamas is the one putting Palestinians, uh, or those in Gaza at great risk. I mean, they are putting their command and control, um, units inside hospitals, inside areas where there are innocent civilians. Um, so the fact that they've set up command
1: centers at these hospitals, um, just shows the,
7: okay. Oh, I'm going to
1: destroy this. whoa, whoa, this. whoa, 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 whoa. Because Israel has previously said that they don't give a shit about civilian. What? What are they? Uh, shields, human shields.
7: Yeah. Collateral that they will.
1: They will destroy Hamas wherever they are. Correct. And now they're saying, well, they didn't hit the hospital, but she's saying, but Hamas is set up in hospitals.
7: Makes you wonder. Look, look, look. The real deal for this. All right, folks. I was involved in some shit in Afghanistan in 15, 14. We, uh, we blew up a hospital. Made national news. We hit it with a fucking missile from a plane. Why? Because the Taliban were in the hospital, hiding out in the hospital. Okay. And we got as many of the civilians as we could out of there. You can only do so much. And then at that point, you've got to call, you got to take the gloves off because it's when you stop, like in this instance, when you stop at a hospital, because it's a hospital, Now they know your weakness. But when you do everything in your power to clear that hospital out and then you drop a bomb on it anyway, think about it this way. In 1991, we went to war with Iraq. The Gulf War, the first Gulf War, over oil. We all know. Everybody knows. No bullshit. No no secret there. We all know it was over oil. Everybody knows it was over oil. There's nobody that thinks that it was about anything else. Okay? What did we teach the world that day? or in 91 don't fuck with America unless you got a nuke don't don't fuck with us we will stomp the shit out of you unless you got a nuke that's what Iran's been trying to do since the beginning this 6.1 billion dollars is going to their nuclear program tell me something why won't why won't any of the administration just take the money back we need it more than they do we need the money more than they do we need the money in this country right now. We have a $33.7 trillion debt that here in about a month is going to be more than what we put into our defense department. The interest, the interest alone, just the interest alone is going to cost more than what it costs us to fund the defense department. I have a question for you all. When do we go upside down? When do we go bankrupt?
1: We're already there. Well, not
7: according to the government. The government says, Well, we can still I operate.
1: No, Janet Yellen said that we can afford to fund
7: two wars. We can't afford two wars. We can't even fund the one we're fucking surrogating right now in goddamn Ukraine.
1: Hell, we can't even afford social security and VA pensions. Oh, um, okay. Latanya said, All right, scroll up just a little bit here. She she found it right there. Czechoslovakian group acquires. Federal CCI, Heavy Shot, Remington Armor, and Spear. Is that it? October 1st. The value wow. Of the all-cash transaction is $1.91 billion and includes ownership transfer. Holy Headquarters shit. Headquarters in Prague.
7: That's, that's illegal Prague, as fuck. Prague, we're not
1: supposed to. <laughs> Czech Republic.
7: We're not supposed to be doing that. They're supposed to have a embargo against them. We're not supposed to be selling ammo to them. Latonya. That is ridiculous if that's real. Holy shit. Awesome. Good job, madame. That's that's research on the spot. Well done, Madame.
1: Uh Lindsay, what is this? We're supposed to believe we're having a POTUS election in 21 days. We're not having an election in three weeks for whom? For what? Yeah. Who's what are you talking about?
7: Russia. What's in
1: 21 days?
7: I don't know, but, uh, Leo brought up here
1: in 21 days. Leo
7: brought up, they took the tail numbers off of air. Force. Nah, that doesn't mean anything. That really doesn't mean anything, dude. You know that it doesn't mean anything.
1: Anyway. Um,
7: yeah, I know it is that just the shit they got on that plane is amazing.
1: So here's uh here's your, your good friend's daddy.
7: No, I, Okay. Let me explain this because she's going to tell you the wrong story.
1: I know. That's why i set
7: it up like that. We were down in Jordan and, uh, we were, uh, I was part of, uh, I was still part of CAG at the time. We went down there. Um, and we were the only divers that were down there at the time. And they had, uh, the Jordanians had some divers that a couple of them got caught underwater. They ended up dying. It was unfortunate. But um, me and a couple of the other guys from our team that were there who were divers, experienced divers, we went down and found the bodies. We didn't touch them. We actually put balloons around buoys around them, uh, inflatable buoys around them and then floated their bodies to the surface. So we never touched them. And uh, because it's a big thing down there, they don't, you're not supposed to, if you're an infidel, you're not supposed to touch them, that type of thing. So we didn't, we were very respectful and the crown prince of Jordan, Jordan, uh, came out to the site where we were at after we rescued their dead bodies and brought them up for him. Um, and he told us, Hey, come to our, come to our house or come to this house on this date. We want to celebrate the fact that you helped us. And that was pretty outstanding. Okay. So we showed up at this house at this date and, uh, it was a beach house. It was beautiful. It's gorgeous. Uh, it was probably billions of dollars with servants everywhere. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was huge. And, uh, he took us into this garage and, um, uh, in this garage, there were 13 Harleys lined up. He said, these are yours. I looked at my team sergeant and I was like, Hey dude, we can't take these. <laughs> he goes, yeah, no. And then he turned around he walked by each one of us and handed us a box. And each one of our boxes, what is it? Was a citizen eco drive like this it cost probably five grand per watch. And he had 13 of them. And he gave each one of us with an engraved, an engraving on the back of it that said from the crown prince of Jordan, blah, 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 blah. And it's in Arabic and English. And uh, he gave them to all of us. I was like, well, this we can sneak back in the country. The Harleys though, unless I got a Conex container, I ain't getting those fuckers back. Um, and he was like, well, I can make that happen. I was like, yeah, I can't because I can't put it <laughs> on our plane. The problem is I got to say where it's coming from. And it's got to be declared by customs. We'd be fucked. We smuggled the watches back. The Harley stayed, but we smuggled the watches back and the phones and the phones. Mm-hmm. Cause he gave us phones too. Yeah. So the brand new, I never time. used it. I left it in the box solid and kept gold, it there. It's iPhone. solid gold, 24 karat iPhone. iPhone. I was anyway. like, damn. Okay.
1: So that's why I call him mix mix buddy. The Crown Prince of Jordan.
7: Yeah, but this is the king.
1: But this is his daddy, the king. So, and he is discussing the refugees from Gaza coming to Jordan.
0: Just a part of the question on the issues of refugees coming to Jordan. And I think I can quite strongly speak on behalf not only of um, 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 uh, Jordan as a nation, but of uh, our friends in Egypt. That is a red line. Uh, because I think
9: that is the plan by certain of the usual suspects to try and create de facto issues on the ground. No refugees in Jordan, no refugees in Egypt.
7: What he's speaking about there is Hamas. He doesn't want to call him out because he's Muslim. But what he's talking about there is Hamas.
1: Yeah. He's saying if I let if I let refugees in, Hamas is gonna sneak in with them.
7: Jordan, I, I'm telling you right now, Jordan, Say, believe it or playing. not, they're not they're not on their side they're on our side they really are look they jordan's made some incredible strides with u.s foreign relations in the last couple of years especially under trump especially under trump they made huge strides they're getting uh, they're almost getting too big for their bridges but trump also saw them as people who weren't going to lay down they were going to fight So at the same time that we remember that there's still Muslims though, they're going to trust a Muslim before they trust an American. Remember, we're still all infidels. We are not Muslim. It doesn't matter that you fought on their side. It doesn't matter how much, how tight your brotherhood bond with those people are. If you are not a Muslim, you are not worthy. You are an infidel. That's what these leftists that are screaming pro-Palestine. You realize they would kill you too in a heartbeat. You know what they're going to do with those refugees from Gaza, right? Yeah, they're going to send them back here.
1: Yeah. They're going to bring them here because we take everyone's trash. You're absolutely right. BSS. They're going to put
7: them on a plane. They're going to send them right here. Yep. And then we're going to have to deal yeah, with
1: it. Oh yeah. They're going to drop them off in the Midwest. Hey, did you notice that Chicago
7: absolutely loves all those immigrants? I got a a question. I got a question for y'all. Have you noticed? And and this is for you, Trump supporters. Have you noticed that all the shit that they said was going to happen when Trump was elected to office is happening when Biden wasn't elected to office? The world is on fucking fire. They said that every day after Trump got elected. Man, the world is literally on fire. Biden has been in office for fucking three years and he's destroyed the world. Yeah. Well,
1: this is great. Watch this one. This is a this is a fun, a fun little clip for you. Jesus.
3: Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand for the oath of office followed by musical honors.
0: So help me God.
10: Congratulations, Mr. Thank President. You.
12: My fellow Americans this is america's day this is democracy's day
6: and that feckless dementia ridden piece of just sent my son to die i woke up at four o'clock this morning to marines at my door telling me my son was dead and i just want all you democrats who cheated in the election or who voted for him legitimately
12: you
0: just killed my son the will of the people has been heard democracy has prevailed
12: it's been three weeks now since the toxic train derailment in east palestine ohio as you know the mayor says he saw you in ukraine and he says it tells you he doesn't care about us they're asking, is the president coming to Ohio?
11: He's not doing what the president of the United States is supposed to be doing. President Trump, which I believe is still our president, Amen. you're not going to tell me he didn't win 2020. So here we are now, and Joe's across the other side of the world. We need him here. We need him now. I've just
12: taken the sacred oath each of those patriots have taken.
2: Where is the president? Where, where? Aren't we Americans too? Like we're part of the United States, but why are we not, why are we getting put in the back pocket? Why are we being ignored?
13: We have a
12: little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. To make a long story short, I almost lost my 67 Corvette (laughs) and my cat. But all kidding aside, are you sure?
10: that you want to run again?
12: Yes, because I'm sure, look. I'm not saying that we're going to get a terror attack. I'm just saying that we are definitely at a heightened risk of it. (laughs) The idea that I'm
0: just going to let them starve to death and stay on the other side,
12: I'm not going to do it.
0: we need Joe Biden out of there he's destroying america thank you very much
3: ladies
7: and i agree however donald now is the time when you need to start talking about what you're going to do for israel and what you're going to do about hamas
1: there you go
7: that's what has to happen now. No, it it has to be definitive. It has to be cast iron. It has to be boots on. It's got to be strong because whatever we do now, we have to send a med- message. Especially if you get elected again in 24, Trump, you have got to send a message to the Hamas terrorists that are already here in this country. And you know, they're here. You already know they're here. Just like I do. Just like you all do. You know, the Hamas terrorists already in this country. Whatever we do in 24, if we make it that far, by God, it has got to be epic because it has got to send a message to the faggots that are hiding out in our country, letting them know, if you fuck with us, we're not only going to kill you, we're going to kill your grandparents, we're going to kill your great-grandparents, and we're going to kill your great-great-grandparents. We're going to eliminate the whole fucking bloodline because that's the only way you make any progress with these people. How do I know that? I spent 21 years doing it, folks. The only thing they see is equal or above powered force. That's the only thing they see. They don't see peace talks. The UNHCR, they're a bunch of fucking homos. They've been selling out the world for years. Don't even get me started on the UNHCR. They're nothing but fucking traitors and cowards.
1: Gus said the CIA backs Hamas. You can't say that, Gus. You know, the CIA backs both sides all the time.
7: Catholics in action. That's what they do. That reminds me. Thank you, Gus. You know what, Gus? Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate that. What'd you all learn today from watching your homework assignment? Liana? what, What did you all learn today? That was, if you guys watched Liana's show, she played the Good Shepherd today. I did. I watched for as long as i could she did play the good shepherd though what did you learn about the cia the reason i told you all to watch that was that is the closest to the true story of the start of the cia i've ever seen you need to replace a couple names and you have the actual true story all right that's the way the CIA started. It literally started in a backroom deal with an army general. Actually, it was an admiral, an army general, and two other guys from the Skull and Bone Society. Sounds like a bad joke. When when Justin was getting on the Skull and Bone Societies and going after the Masons, I told him he wasn't off. I didn't tell him he was on, but I told him he, w- he wasn't off either. He was right on the money. One of the things I couldn't tell him at that point is because He didn't want to watch the movie was the good shepherd part. You just saw the good shepherd. You now understand how the CIA was created. Why the CIA has the power that they have. When I tell you that they get into everything, they know every, look, if you're an employee and you work for them, let me tell you something. They know everything about you, everything. All of my friends who went to work for him told me that the second they started working there, they knew their whole military history to include everything they'd ever done. I was like, that's a lot of intelligence collection just on your own employees. How much of that information get, did you give up freely? I didn't give up any. Wow. Hmm. So let's talk about spying in America because spying in America happens all the time. You just all don't realize it. It just only became frontline news when it happened to Joe Biden
1: there or is.
7: Donald Trump. They're spying on you constantly. Yeah, this, <clears throat> this is the biggest device that lets them in. Yeah. You
1: give them permission every time you, you wanna, accept the terms. Who actually reads those user agreements?
7: You want to you wanna really fuck them up? Just drop your cell phone. I tried that. It's all fucking cracked. And no, shit. I mean, dump it. I mean, get rid of it completely. Just get rid of a cell phone altogether. They won't know what to do. Look, if we went back to wired communications, the CIA wouldn't know what to do. They don't know how to get information off of that because they don't have anybody that can hack that anymore. They don't know how to do that.
1: It's like at the hotel. This is really funny. Um, there was this big scare because Marriott's computer systems got hacked. And I had all these people calling up.
7: That's impossible because your computer systems are well, so fucking old. Ours,
1: ours at our hotel were, but not all of the Marriott oh, systems okay. were because we were the full service. And it came out of one of the, the – it actually came from um, most of the smaller hotels are Marriott-owned. Most of the bigger hotels are franchised, right? So, but people were calling me like right, left, and center, and they're like, did my information get hacked? Like they'd have made a reservation directly with me or directly through the hotel. And I was like, no, that's not possible. They said, what do you mean that's not possible? I said, honey, w- we run DOS. We run a DOS-based system. There is no one low-tech enough to hack our system. If I put your reservation directly into the system, no one's touching it. No one can get to it. That's how it is.
7: We ran DOS. I mean, that shit was crazy. If you, if you think about this, um, even still, you're right. Somebody said it. I, I, or i heard this before it doesn't matter these days because if you get a landline phone line it's pretty much a cell line
1: it's a it's a it's through the internet it's an internet-based landline phone
7: so anybody can listen work my bell is gone my bell in the direct line from one place to another is gone mm-hmm. here soon the only way we're going to be able to communicate is via hf radio
1: ham radio yeah
7: yep. that's, that's it, it i mean true communication mm-hmm. to where it's going to be unfiltered unedited on everything where nobody's listening nothing your only your only ability today for true communication is ham radio or face to face that might be a hint might not be might be i don't know you take that as you will go ahead let's see here trump's
1: now this is remarks six days ago so after israel started but after Hamas attacked, attacked Israel six days ago. Um, 20 minutes of Trump. Some of what uh, he will do if he becomes president again. Let's see if he talks about Israel at all. I'm quite curious myself. I didn't watch the whole thing. I couldn't get there. So here is just some of what we will do
0: as the 47th president of the United States, and we're all doing this together. We're all doing this as a group. I totally will obliterate. We started it very strongly, got rid of a lot of bad ones in Washington, real bad ones. But, you know, they come back at you, all sorts of things with the fake Mueller report. By the way, no collusion at the end of two and a half years with Russia. It was so interesting, you know, during the campaign. They started this earlier than my win, but we were doing well. And young staffers would come up to, sir, it's so great to meet you, sir. And I said, nice to meet you. What's going on? Sir, do you have anything to do with Russia? And I said, that's a strange question. No, I don't know anything about it. The hell do I know about Russia? Have we got enough problems? And then uh, two months later, another young man came up to me. Hello, sir, it's an honor. Sir, anything you are doing with Russia that maybe we should know about, sir? I said, no, no, I don't know what you mean. And this happened four or five times. After about the fifth time, I said, you know, there's something strange going on with Russia. And that was it. And then when she lost, they used that as an excuse for her loss because they were very embarrassed. You know, it was, they say, the biggest upset. I didn't think it was. I did a speech in Michigan. I had 38,000 people there the day before. And she did a speech, and she had, like, almost nobody. She had, like, 100 people. So I don't know why it's an upset, but they called it an upset. But they used the Russia... You know, Russia, 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 They used that, the fake media used that as a way of justifying her defeat. They used it and it was supposed to be a one day story but it turned out to last for two and a half years, you know? Because it caught on, it caught on, unbelievably caught on. And then Mueller did the report, 18 angry Democrats. There were sick, angry Democrats. And I think I had an angel in the room because they came up and they said, I did nothing, but they would have they would have written whatever they would have written. They're very dishonest people. Look at the look at the J6 committee. Think of it. I mean, take a look at the committee. If you look at this committee, it is they just put out a report. Think of it. Nobody has ever seen anything like it. And the report, they've just deleted all evidence. So if you are on trial, if anybody's on trial, you have no evidence whatsoever. These are political thugs. These are political thugs. These are bad people. And, uh, we'll see what happens because I think it's a disgrace. So what's happened to a lot of people, it shouldn't be allowed to happen. You could take a look at Portland. You take a look at Minneapolis. You take a look at Seattle where they practically took over half of the city, a big part of the city. People were killed and nothing happens to them, but they went after some people. And it's been very unfair, very two two tiers of justice. So uh, it's been a very interesting period. But we have to protect our people. We have to protect all of our people, and we have to protect everybody, both sides. But what's happened in this country is very sad. I will totally obliterate the deep state. Stop the weaponization of our government, and overhaul the corrupt FBI and DOJ. We're going to fix the DOJ. The DOJ is corrupt. The FBI is corrupt. Before I even arrived at the Oval Office, I will shortly, and right after we win, I will have the horrible war between Russia and Ukraine settled. Many people are dying. You know, I did a town hall for CNN, and I did so good that they fired the head of CNN. I love that. They got the highest ratings in 11 years, and they fired the head. You're supposed to be the opposite. They're supposed to say congratulations, but uh, they fired him. But we talked about all of these things at, the, uh, at that town hall it was actually good. Caitlin Collins. I think she ruined her Caitlin Collins, right? I think she ruined her career that night. That was not a great night for CNN, but they did get good ratings. That's the good news. But I'm able to say very strongly that I'm the only candidate who can make a promise that's a very important promise, the most important promise that we can have. I will prevent World War III. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And to stop the Marxist prosecutors who release rapists and murderers while persecuting Republicans, conservatives, and people of faith.
7: You know, Don, I got a question for you, bro.
1: What if it starts before you get into office?
0: This is
7: a serious question, bro. Stop, Stop saying you're going to stop or prevent World War III. You're acting like World War III is not going to be going when you get elected. Let's stop that. Let's be honest about what's going on right now. Biden's on his 42nd step of his 12 step plan to destroy the United States of America. And in that 42nd step part B or C, I don't know which it says that it's to start a war in the middle East that'll destroy America, a holy war that will destroy the whole world. So How exactly, because I'm done with the pomp and circumstance. I'm done with the fucking showers of good shit. I want to hear how you're going to stop that war in Ukraine. I want to hear exactly word for word, what you're going to say to Zelensky, what you're going to say to Putin. Then I want to hear how you're going to do that in Israel between the Palestinians and the Israelis. I don't want to hear about all the shit you've already done. It's enough of that same shit, different day. It's like, if I came in here every night and I told the rest of you that you were retarded because you didn't go to. Okay. It would be the same thing. I'm telling you over and over again that I'm uber educated. What does that mean? I'm just a dick. That's it. Indoctrinated. I'm an indoctrinated dick. Yep. That's all that means. You stand up there and you tell us how you're going to do, do it. Do it. I'm, I'm no longer. I'm all about being in the state of Missouri right now. Show, show me. me. Fucking show me. Don't tell me. Show me. I'm tired of this shit of politicians walking in, running their mouths. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. I don't want to hear that anymore. Okay, now so I, I want to hear what you're going to do. I want to see it put into practice and I want to see the result. I am married to the results now. I am not married to the politician anymore.
1: Problem, reaction, solution. The question is, in all of the conflicts that are currently going on, did the problem come first or did the solution come first? I think the problem came first. Do do you? Yes. You think they didn't come up with the solution and then create the problem in order to generate the reaction?
7: Nope. I think they found the problem and they just picked it. They just went like that. They said, I'm touching you. They pushed the button. I'm touching you. I'm touching you. You know, I
1: took credit for your heart attack today on uh, Forbidden Knowledge News.
7: I'm glad you did. I, well, I mean, it was my fault. It was your fault.
1: <laughs> As I said. Jesus,
7: I was fucking purple.
1: Mick lost his, his temper. And rather than me calming him down like I normally do, I just got pissed off and I pushed his buttons and he literally blew a gasket. His problem, my reaction, and then our solution was to, you know, start living a clean life. Hey, everything has a purpose and a reason, and there's good that can come out of everything.
7: Oh, so what, what you're trying to do is place a purpose for the reason that you were a cunt that night <laughs> and caused me to have a fucking heart attack.
1: I mean, you started out being a dick. I just reacted to your being a dick by being a cunt. And yes, I caused your heart attack. Point being.
7: That sounds like an admission to murder. <laughs> You could be tried for attempted murder with what you just said. Oh it's a good thing I can't testify against you because <laughs> you're my wife. <laughs> I'm just
1: saying. Problem reaction solution.
7: Yeah. Your solution was me in the
1: ground six feet under. I mean, that was my solution for a long time, but it never got there. I could never quite get the reaction.
7: Damn it, the fucking punks that wants to live. Damn it. Shit.
1: Damn it. <sighs> Oh, yeah, I totally triggered him. Anyway, this might trigger y'all. Probably not, though, because, you know, we all know Biden's a fucking joke. Trigger warning. But hey, this Liz, this uh, is, is actually pretty outrageous this morning. So no, uh, President Biden is not talking about his climate change agenda which shut down oil production, putting national security at risk in America, sending oil prices spiking. He's not talking about the reckless spending
11: of the Democrats, which sent inflation to 40 year highs. He's not even talking about his ineptitude on the world stage with a wide open Southern border where terrorists are
1: flowing in and that reckless and botched withdrawal from Afghanistan, which sent our adversaries on the rise. Uh, And uh, he's not even talking about his appeasement of killers including Iran for the last two years, and China, which is sending surveillance uh, vehicles into our country. No, no, no. He's talking about MAGA Republicans for the chaos
13: that we're seeing. Uh, it's, I, I think hey, it's the most really offensive quick, thing possibly he's ever I, I said. I want to
7: bring this up because now that we're talking about it, I'm, I'm glad you, you brought this up, Dave. This is perfect. I, I can't tell you how good you are at what you do. So think about this really quick. Let's talk about the uh, MAGA, Republicans really quick. Mm-hmm. Remember the other night last night I told you that they were taking personnel off of FBI missions. Yeah. Okay. What missions? My you know hold on before J6, we, before we even get into that.
1: school board meeting.
7: Before we even get into that. There's these things. They're called LEGATS. Uh they're all over the they're all over the world. We have like League. We have LEGATS in almost every city around the world a league at is either an fbi agent or a ci agent that work directly with department of justice and department of national intelligence they work with the two their whole job really is because they can't enforce laws over there that only are restricted to us their whole job is to collect intelligence i have a question Our legats in Egypt, our legats that were in Jordan, our legats that are in Lebanon, our legats that are in Israel. What the fuck were they doing? Oh, they were tracking this other group. This a, a Y L G M or was it, um, anti government, anti authority, uh, people, which is the new term for MAGA. Mm-hmm. So just in case, because using MAGA, the FBI couldn't do that because if you use MAGA, you actually define one group of people. So they had to come up with another name. So now it's this ALGOL or something like that. It's something like that. Oh, they just rebranded it's it. anti-authority, anti-government people who exist yeah, Chris Ray was on CNN doing some stupid shit about it. Anyway, it's got a new name. It's not MAGA anymore, but it's still MAGA. It's, it's still all out against the government. It's still about the people that support Donald Trump. <laughs> but we have Legats all over the world. How do they not know that this attack in Israel was coming? Oh, they knew. I've been asking this question a lot because these guys are bona fide intelligence collectors. <sighs> and They didn't know what was coming? Of course they did.
1: Of course they did. I think they did. All right, let's let her finish.
13: I'm going to back it up just a little bit because you were kind of. It's, I I think it's the most offensive thing possibly he's ever said in office. And that is a long, long list. Uh, Look, since the day he took office, Every single thing he's done has been to overturn what Trump's policies were, and every single time it has backfired, Maria, whether it's at the border or in our relations with China or relations with Russia, you name it. This is a weak president. The world sees it. If we are talking about a bumbling, stuttering, incapable man of 80 years old trying to lead this country, imagine what the thugs that run all those evil countries look at. I mean, they see a guy who cannot defend America is not defending America. And now he's blaming his political opponents for all the things that he has done wrong. Energy is just the tip of the iceberg, but it is a really big tip of the iceberg because in suppressing American production, which should be three to four million barrels a day higher than it is right now. He has emboldened and enriched Iran Uh, Venezuela, Russia, and other countries. Everything he has done is wrong. It's inconceivable that he is blaming MAGA Republicans for the turmoil we see basically stemming from his misguided policies.
7: Really? Does it? Does it? Does it? Hold on. Serious question for all of you. Does it surprise you? Does it surprise you that this president is blaming us for his shortcomings.
1: No, he can't take accountability for anything.
7: No, he and it's quite obvious. Yeah. And his transparency, there is none. There, is there none. there's no transparency. There's a cloak. No, it's not even a cloak. It's what's it? What what does he call it? A cover or a a cap, an end cap for his day or whatever when he goes off and I don't know, plays with his dog who bites every oh, single yeah. agent. They call a lid on it. A lid. Yeah. That's it. He calls a lid on it. What president ever called? When
1: did Abraham Lincoln ever call a lid? Call a lid on the day. They Sometimes they do it before noon. And you know Joe doesn't get up before nine, so he works for two, three hours a day.
7: Wow, I wish I had that type of day. No
1: oh, shit. Well, you know, since the news cycle has just been entirely dominated by Israel— And, you know, coming World War Three and the The end of the world, the end of the world, the the return of God and all of that good stuff. And not not the the nice, loving God
3: of the New Testament. This is the Old Testament
1: Testament God, Um, because I hate to tell you this, but there's there's more than one God. Even God said so. Anyway, when did God say so? When he said that you shall not worship any other gods before me. In saying that he acknowledges that there are other gods. He does. Hello.
7: Anyway. How do you know the one we're praying to is the right one then?
1: It's a great question. Is the god of is the god that's Jesus's father or is was Jesus considered a god because Jesus was the word and at the very beginning there was the word and the word was god. Hmm. So does that mean Jesus was god? and the old testament god was his father and he's coming back to rain so holy new,
7: hell on us so what's a new testament god jesus that's he, jesus always told us that there's one above him
1: yeah the old he testament always said god, that. the
7: old testament god i wonder i wonder too you think it was he was his like he was taking time off so Jesus came in and he, took over he, after he, he got let crucified.
1: A, he let a mid-level manager run the show for a while, hmm. yeah. Until the
8: it's an interesting theory.
1: Employees got out of hand, and he said, "No, nah, I got to put my foot down now. No more come to Jesus meaning. This is come back to the Old Testament. I'm about to rain fire and hell on you."
7: It's an interesting theory. Just saying,
1: I like to throw shit out there. Anyway. Y'all know I like to throw shit out there because why not? But what we have not seen much of
7: is old Dick Dick Pick. Uh, you know who I'm talking about with Dick Pick,
1: not Dick Punch. No, not Dick Punch. Dick Dick Pick, Pick. Right? You you're more familiar. You know you're more familiar with with Hunter Schlong than you are your own or your husband's because damn straight because you've seen the that motherfucker all over the internet. Anyway, Hunter's in a little trouble again, Hunter's in trouble. Mm
13: -hmm. Joining us now, a brilliant legal mind. He's former Deputy Assistant Attorney General John Yu. John, it's good to see you again. John, okay, you've studied this case. You've watched this progress. This is a big development. USA Today's bombshell report that the Justice Department and Special Counsel David Weiss are investigating Hunter Biden for foreign agent lobbying violations of the law while helping the family to make millions of dollars off of deals overseas. What do you think of this story?
12: This is a story that's long time in coming, and it shows how slow the Justice Department has been, how it's dragged its heels to investigate Hunter Biden. Anyone who's seen the testimony on the Hill from the Government Oversight Committee involving Hunter Biden's partners, or looked at the whistleblowers of their testimony, saw that foreign
7: governments and corporations have funneled about $20 million Okay, we don't need to listen to this dumbass because I've already told you this. Hunter Biden is a foreign agent. Yes, but he finally investigating he him. He collected money from a foreign country. When you collect money, a sum, it's a sum, a total, a total amount of money so, from a foreign country. You have to, by law, declare yourself as a foreign agent to the United States government. Why is this? Because you were taking money from an out-of-country, like every time a bank sees this, they should be throwing flags like, holy shit, this is like the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants playing football, throwing flags everywhere on the field because everybody's fucked up. That's what's supposed to happen. It didn't happen with Hunter Biden. You know how many levels of the government you have to cross for that not to happen?
1: Well, so the ironic thing and why this is coming about now is because- see hunter didn't exactly receive the money or the gifts directly they went through an intermediary correct that intermediary is now being prosecuted as not registering as a foreign but agent the, the point is but so now they have to go after hunter correct because they they they're prosecuting the intermediary and he's like
7: well, wait a minute okay that's fine but i didn't keep any the the money got the money exactly and that's my point. You already know this. We've already explained this to you. This Farah violation should be all on Hunter's fucking arm, right? uh, on his shoulders. It is. It will it, be. Eventually. It should not be any more investigating Years later. Investigating what? We already have the proof. Mm-hmm. We already have the proof. Fucking James Comer sitting on it. You know what they? You know what they just found just yesterday? You know there's a Russian businessman a russian businessman who paid the bidens over remember how i told you it was 620 million right uh-huh he has paid them 3 million dollars for the last 12 years oh it was just released today just found out about it today
8: mm-hmm.
7: a russian a russian businessman was sending money to the bidens on behalf of joe biden saying this is for work well done Oh, that was
1: Joe.
7: That was four years ago, too, folks. That's when it started. Four years ago.
1: Hmm. Four
7: years ago, they started sending them Who was
1: actually guilty of Russian collusion? Because you know what? Everything they prosecute Trump for is something that Joe's actually done. Yep. So. So, but they can't do anything right now because we have no speaker.
7: Well, Hakeem Jeffries is trying to move from some special powers, according to what he's trying to say. And I was like, yeah, you're an idiot, dude. You're a minority leader. You have absolutely nothing to do with the the content of the House.
1: Jim Jordan was officially nominated as the GOP nominee for Speaker of the House, and they
7: went to the first vote, and he lost. Lost. But not by much. 20 20 Republicans, and Mm -hmm. I've got their names. Hold on. I want to bring these up because I think these are important. Well, you go. Okay. I'm going to go through this real quick. Republic, uh, representative Don Baker, bacon, bacon from Nebraska. He cast his first vote for McCarthy Re- representative Ken Buck of Colorado voted for Emmer representative Lori Chavez de Rimmer of Oregon voted for McCarthy representative Anthony de- Desposito from New York voted for Zeldin. Representative Mario Diaz Blart of Florida voted for Scalise. Representative Jake Elise of Texas voted for Garcia. Representative Andrew Garbino of New York voted was the second to vote for Zeldin. Representative Carlos Jimenez of Florida voted for McCarthy. Representative Tony Gonzalez of Texas voted for Scalise. Representative Kay Granger. I'm gonna keep going through these names. But I ask you one question when you all were going after Gates Gates, Gates, for what he did to McCarthy. Did you imagine that there were going to be 20 other fucking Republicans that were going to follow in suit? Even Gates voted for fucking Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan. But look at these 20 assholes. Where were they when the eight were standing up? So Representative Kay Granger
1: of Texas voted for Scalise. Representative John James of Michigan voted for Cole. Representative Mike
7: Kelly of Pennsylvania voted for Scalise. Jennifer Uh, Kiggins of Virginia voted for McCarthy. Representative Nick LaOda of New York voted for Zeldin. Representative Doug LaMafia of California voted for McCarthy representative Michael Lawler of New York voted for McCarthy representative John Rutherford of Florida voted for Scalise representative Michael Simpson of Idaho voted for Scalise representative for Victoria Spartz of Indiana voted for Massey representative Steve Womack of Arkansas voted for Scalise and representative Gus Billiards of Florida was absent from the vote. Bill Rackus. Folks, these are all Republicans.
1: So if any of them are your representative, call them, email them, send them a text message, hit them up on Twitter, Instagram, ask them why. whatever.
7: Why ask them why? Like right now They're we need a speaker of the house. You. If you guys were about voting for Jim Jordan, ask why? Yep. If you're not fine, don't. But if you are, ask why, why did you vote? Why didn't you vote for Jim Jordan? What, what the fuck is the idea of this? This is stupid. At least the last time we had specific line items in there for specific things. You're looking at this shit. I'm looking from everybody from New York to California, to the Florida voting for somebody else. Really? Are we that butthurt? Yep. Let's focus on what happens. Not who the politician is. Stop falling in love with politicians. Start falling in love with the fucking what comes of it that's the most important part is the outcome fall in love with the outcome stop falling in love with the politician
1: so here is uh Jim Jordan and Kevin McCarthy reacting after the first failed vote how
7: many rounds do you think this speaker vote's going to take you need to get a bunch of we need to get a speaker as soon as possible. We to work with the American Any concerns you've heard from members about tactics used when you're booming? No. Are you going back to the floor today? No, here. But that's when the plan. Think, when do you think the next
11: that's vote will be started?
10: Now, Jordan has just as many votes as I had on the first round. I thank we the difference here, too, is we have rules so we can sit down, talk to the other members, and be able to move forward. So he predicted on Fox Business he might win this in one vote. That yeah. is a long way from winning it. So what happened? Were you off on the vote count? Was that irrational optimism? What happened here that you didn't see come in a few hours?
7: That's just a negative question. What I saw is the exact same vote that I got. Uh, no, I ran no, no. so. uh, uh, but it, But you, but if right you expect get, them to go right it, to, it, to it, a second round? Now. Uh, no, you're wrong, Jim. Or you're wrong, Kevin. No, what you saw was eight people that voted against you because you failed to do your job. Mm -hmm. What you saw was eight people that voted against you because they're the only true Americans in that room. They stood up and they said no.
1: Because there are seven people on that list that voted for McCarthy. If McCarthy is behind Jim Jordan, why didn't they vote for Jim Jordan?
7: Exactly. That's my question. Anyway. That's exactly what my question. So better question yet, right? Why did they vote for all the weird names? Zeldin and Sc- who? Well, Zeldin Scalise. Scalise so, had already pulled Scalise out. Boldly Garcia boldly pulled out. never even entered into the race. Zeldin
1: never yeah, even entered. In- Zeldin entered. Zeldin was entered. He was nominated. He ran for governor of New York.
7: No, no, no. He never entered into the Speaker of the House race. Yeah, when?
1: Uh, like three weeks ago. Someone put his name up. So, no, no he, he
7: doesn't have to enter. Just I, I got you. I got you. But he never entered. My question is this. Why were Republicans from New York pulling for Zelda when what we need is a consensus in the House right now?
1: And Massey was never nominated either.
7: Why mm. vote for Massey? I mean, I, under, I can understand the Scalise vote. What I can't understand is the McCarthy, the Zeldin vote, and the Emmer vote. Who the fuck is Emmer? Emmer put in his name. Who gives a who gives a shit? Why are you voting for him? Mm -hmm. He already lost in the fucking primary between him and Jordan. Yep. So why are you voting for him? This sounds fucking stupid.
1: Everything is stupid. It's all stupid.
7: Uh, no, unless you're trying. Oh, wait a minute. Time out. Whoa. I might've just crossed into something here. Unless you're trying to what? Delay Hamas. Think about this. Can't. Well, No, let's listen. If we don't have a house, if we don't have a Congress that can actually act, Biden can't do anything to actually step into Israel. His executive powers only grant him so long, 30 days max. He's got 30 days from Saturday because we started sending troops on Saturday. He has 30 days from Saturday to pull those troops or get congressional approval to keep them there. That's what he's got. He can't get congressional approval if we don't have a speaker. What if this is just another delay tactic by the Democrats to prevent Anything going on in Israel? What if this is all part of it? Maybe.
1: You want to try and get through some of the Biden 60 minutes interview? We have like five minutes before it's smoke time. Can we go to smoke time
7: early? Because I didn't get to smoke when I came home. Yes. Because I'm really dying to smoke and I just didn't get a chance to. So.
1: Yes, we can. I would appreciate that, that if we can do that. First. I mean,
7: I have no problem with that at all. I didn't think you did. Because my I ass did, hurts. I didn't think anybody out here did.
1: Because I'm totally like, I don't, If I mean, I know I normally fidget during the show anyway, but I'm really trying not to sit on this left ass cheek because it fucking
9: hurts.
7: You just got a good bone bruise. I guarantee you. Probably. Hey, well, you know what we're going to do, do right now. I do not have
1: enough padding. You want to get high
7: to get a good bone bruise? Yeah, I kind of want to get high. So um, we're going to go ahead and get high. So if it's about that time, you're close enough. Look, don't get pissy over there close on the enough. avocado side. Look, we're exactly running for the bong. Go for it. Hey, go get it. I'll give you a minute, Genesepe. I, I give everybody a minute. You need like to she, smoke
1: too, since you've been in the hospital with your hubby all day. What the fuck?
7: What the fuck? Why have you been in the hospital with your hubby all day? Well, this morning, anyway. She said she missed the movie because
1: she was in the in the ER with hubby. What happened? Oh, what happened? What did happen?
7: Hey, trying to find out, Geneseppi. What happened? Well, she's running for the bong. So I know she's in route right now. We'll find out here in a second. I, I'm Black dying Chester, to know. That. I
1: could never forget November seventeenth. That's my birthday. No, none of you should ever forget it either, because it's my birthday
7: yeah just saying just saying don't ever forget that because i get yelled at Mm -hmm.
1: that is also the day that the government shuts down it is for uh, that's an awesome birthday
7: present (laughs) babe i only hope i can give you that birthday present on your birthday okay i swear to. i'm dead serious I can only hope I can talk to a number of members of Congress that I can get them to stop voting for shit and we can finally get the government shut down. How's that work?
1: Ooh, me? easy does it. so says November 16th is my birthday. Look at that.
7: November 26th is mine.
1: Yep. Scorpio's in the house,
7: not him, though. I'm a Sagittarius. Uh-huh. I'm the half-man, half-beast superhero. Hey, either way, you know what time it is. It's time to get that on. If you've got it, smoke it. J-Man.
1: Probably has a mass on the kidney. Anonymity, November 19th is his birthday. Oh, shit. Damn.
7: Damn. Hopefully he's okay. Hey, Fenbendazole. Genesepi, Fenbendazole. Get him started on some Fenbend right now.
1: Today is Geneseppe's birthday.
7: Oh, happy fucking birthday.
1: Damn, and you spent it in the hospital. Oh, hubby had a bike wreck. And they found a mass on his kidney. Oh, shit.
7: I hope he smokes.
1: And uh, Latanya, one of her daughters is now, is November 15th, and their father is November 18th.
7: Hey, Sagittarius, Scorpios, we all Scorpios. stick together. We
1: Scorpios are insane.
7: <laughs> yeah, I don't fuck with you all.
1: You know, Gennisepi, I have a theory. You know how many people find out that they have an issue like a mass on their kidney or cancer in their arm like Heather's aunt or whatever.
7: It's always stupid.
1: Because of an accident. Yep, And they find it early because of an accident. Like makes you wonder. Maybe like my I said brother. before, my brother. your brother. Yeah. My, brother.
7: My, my younger brother, he had a, uh, he was running after a criminal and the criminal fucking like I, I don't know what he did. Apparently he juked my brother. And my brother tried to juke with him and his knee didn't do what it was supposed to do. And it buckled and he ended up blowing out his knee while he's in the hospital. The doctor said, Hey, your, uh, blood ketone level is high. He said, what does that mean? He said, normally it means you have some form of cancer. And they, uh, started scanning him and sure enough, yeah, he had colon cancer, not. He didn't have, he didn't actually have a cancer cell. He had a lot of polyps in which they went in there and cleared out. And, and you, you guys know, guys, boys, you all know what I'm talking about. When we go into this, um, you know, he had to ride the silver stake for so, so many months and everything else. He had to take a colon blow and all that other shit. Liked it. Yeah. I think he did too. He's a little weird like that. You know, he should have been in the like Navy that. too.
1: Like the older brother. Yeah, there's no
7: wrong hole there. Anyway, long story short, while he's in there for knee surgery, they also scoped him and uh, yeah, they found a bunch of infected polyps and sure enough, yeah he, he had a, a it was an accident. Go figure form of cancer, whether you want to look at it or not. And yeah, he ended up coming up with the, the polyps and uh, got them removed. thank God and he's fine now, but think about it. you never find out about that shit until you have an accident. Exactly.
1: So my theory is that maybe sometimes you have an accident on purpose.
7: As if God's trying to tell you something.
1: So that, exactly. And uh, T-Mont said, oh, just leaving work and trying to catch up. Are we all still believing the white hats are in control? Only if the white hats are God.
7: There's only one person in control. That's
1: it. That's it. God is in control.
7: This fuck show. You
1: probably won't like this ride. I just have to say. But y'all are on it. (laughs) <laughs> We're whether all gonna be riding like it, it Whether not. we like it or not It's like that silver snake You might not like it But you better fucking relax and ride it Cause that shit's coming Hey
7: later Leo You have a good night man Especially if it hits us It's good to see spot. you bro Anyway No shit <laughs> We have our own pre-doomsday countdown clock It's if I wake up or not
2: mm-hmm.
7: Apparently That's what it's supposed to be We'll see what that's about. No shit. Are we going to Joe in 60 minutes for real? No. Because if not, I'm gonna fucking have to hit this bowl again. Cause...
1: I mean, I really don't
7: want to. I don't want to either, but we do kind of have no, to. No, you know what? It. No, fuck it. We'll
1: save it for Friday. Or maybe tomorrow. I do want to bring this to y'all's attention.
7: Is this is more funky shit? No.
1: We actually had a legitimate invasion, a hostile force take over our land and our military ousted them. Actually, the Texas Rangers ousted them. Really? Oh, yeah. And you're not going to hear about this in very many places. I had to go look for it. I heard Mike Adams talk about it. Um, He got the information directly from one of his friends who's a Texas Ranger and was involved or heard about it or whatever. I got to
7: call Izzy. Izzy's a Texas Ranger. Okay.
1: Because he would probably fill us in on all this shit. But check this out. This is fucking wild. Texas seizes Cartel Island in the Rio Grande in a risky first-of-a-kind operation. At
12: dawn's early morning light Monday, October 2, heavily armed and armored police of the elite Texas Rangers assembled around their commanders for a final mission briefing on the Rio Grande border with Mexico. The unusual mission to invade and occupy the 170-acre Fronton Island in the Rio Grande, near the village of Fronton and town of Roma, made locally notorious as a Mexican cartel hub for smuggling drugs and immigrants north and weapons and cash back, and for worse things. Leaders of the operation warned the fidgety men of Texas Department of Public Safety and assigned National Guard that this one was riskier than most.
6: We have blood on site in case uh, we do need it. Um, in case of uh, we do get
4: engaged uh, and someone is shot or something, go ahead and uh, work your tactics, get off the X, L8, buddy aid, and uh, we'll do the medical evac. Let's keep a close eye on those structures that are up there that have that height advantage on us. We have not seen people in there yet,
3: but we know that that's what they're used for, so.
12: By prior agreement, Mexican federales had supposedly secured the other side that day but Texas commanders told the men some Mexican soldiers were corrupted and to take no comfort in any promise of prevention this day. When the invasion pep talk ended and the sun was spreading orange rays of light, it was on. They boarded convoys of roaring all-terrain vehicles and invaded Fronton Island. This was just the beginning to make way for a massive brush clearing operation next that will denude the island of most vegetation. This will go on for some weeks. Texas Department of Public Safety spokesman Chris Olivares explains. And what's the idea behind clearing all the brush?
3: Well, to have more visibility. Mm-hmm. To have better visibility. Yeah.
12: Right now you can see they have an elevation. We're, we're lower than Mexico. So obviously we're at a disadvantage. So we want to clear the brush that we have a more tactical advantage um, against them. We'll have National Guard posted here, we'll have Constantino wire. It is actually part of a broader campaign of River Island seizures that began in 2023. Those seizures were mainly to deny their use as cover for illegal immigrant crossings. But this one is different, because not just immigrants use this island. Heavily armed cartel operatives use it as a major sanctuary and to traffic drugs. The other side is lined with clearly marked cartel buildings, and everyone over there is heavily armed. Here, a large barn-like warehouse just across from the island bears the Cartel del Noreste ownership signature, CDN. Other nearby buildings like this one, pocked by bullet holes, show the name of the rival golf cartel. In this volatile environment, Texas will, for the first time, have to occupy and fortify the island in a way that protects Texas police and guardsmen from taking fire, which could happen at any time, no matter what Mexican security forces promise. But why this island and these cartels? The answers are also unique. The Gulf Cartel and Cartel del Noreste have held violent reign in this part of South Texas because long ago both mexico and the u.s forgot who even owned fronton island without diplomatic permission to operate on it the law enforcement and military of both countries shied away from risking diplomatic offense to the other that left the 170 acres to the cartels and spiked its criminal real estate value
10: you know i I don't know what mexico claims uh i don't know if they're claiming ownership of that property uh, as far as the state, it's always been in question. Uh, and as far as the border patrol is concerned with my experience there, uh, it was always a, you know, uh, let's not get on there and find out, uh, you know, cause we were not sure. Uh, and if, if we happen to come upon something we shouldn't have or of interest, uh, the optics of that whole thing might have asked or opened up a big old Pandora's box of holy moly.
12: The ownership ambiguity allowed the island to be used as a haven for cartel operatives fleeing Mexican military crackdowns or when American law enforcement chased them south. The island is used as a weapons cachet for guns and ammunition recently found in a bag on the island. In it was an explosive. The island also was valuable because cartel scouts could easily monitor the only paved road that U.S. police could drive into the village of Fronton from the nearest highway. So cartels could easily time their loads for movement north, a highly valuable attribute. Gunmen not only jealously guarded and fought over the island, but lost any reluctance to shoot at police officers and each other, as they did in early October. In November 2016, gunmen on the island opened fire on DPS troopers surveilling them, wounding one in an ensuing gun battle. In 2019, someone fired more than 50 rounds at a patrolling border patrol boat, riddling it, but miraculously wounding no one. Fatal shootings and body discoveries are not uncommon on the Fronton area stretch of river. The people of Riverfront Fronton have lived in a state of cowering fear as drug traffickers like these men, recently caught on a stationary game camera on the island, cross back and forth into town, moving drugs and guns with impunity. This 80-year-old lifelong Fronton resident, whose fence had just been torn open by a marijuana trafficker who crashed into it during a police chase, said he hasn't gone near his river neighbor's property 200 yards away in 30 years. And uh, tell me why... Why do you not go? It's just right over here. I'm afraid. But what really catalyzed the Texas decision to occupy the island is the perception that it's all gotten far worse since Border Patrol agents are redeployed elsewhere to process overwhelming numbers of immigrants. That's according to Texas Department of Public Safety's Regional Director Victor Escalon.
10: The federal government, you know, they're not able to cover all
0: these areas and provide the safety, the security for landowners that are in Texas. Bottom line. Because when you have a landowner telling you, hey, man, I'm out here feeding my cows, and I see three men coming across with a backpack and they're
3: armed. Why do I have to live like that? Well, this is the answer, and I call it being proactive. So,
12: And because the cartels in the area are viciously battling one another, after moving into the lucrative business of moving immigrants. Recently, these immigrants who poured through the Fronton area said they paid $9,000 for one parent and one child to cross, $15,000 for this family of three, which paid half up front and owes the rest. First, though, the Texas Land Commissioner's Office had to survey and determine that all of the island belonged to Texas. That set the stage for Monday's operation and for everything that will happen here in the coming months. Not everyone, though, is optimistic that the Texas effort and expense of clearing the island and defending it under constant physical threat will end the area's problems. Other large, thickly vegetated islands are situated across from Fronton, too.
10: All it's going to do is do away with an island. I think they, they can still move whatever commodity they want to get north or south. It's going to be, a, you know, a speed bump for them, I think, in my opinion, because right. they have the resources, they have the money, they have the time. Uh, they're not unionized. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they don't have regular work hours. They're not shift workers.
12: At the end of this first day of operations, National Guard engineers were already clearing the first roads in, and Texas forces planted the state flag. But the flag planting was really much more of a beginning than an end, as any occupation of contested territory usually turns out to be. I'm Todd Bensman with the Center for Immigration Studies.
7: So tell me something. Legally, why can texas do that and let's say let's say let's say for instance okay we were in the same kind of area that texas is in Mm
4: -hmm.
7: why can texas do it but georgia can't well it's texas land no 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 why can texas do it if we were in the same situation yeah Okay, in the same land area, right? Let's say Texas and Georgia are right next to each other, right? Mm -hmm. And let's say the same thing existed in both states. Oh, yeah, because Texas is- Stop, listen. Same thing existed. Same exact. Everything was exact across the board. No,
1: no, I get get what you're saying. Why can Texas
7: do it, but Georgia can't? Because
1: Texas is technically the only independent state in the union.
7: Texas is the
1: only republic
7: Mm -hmm. in the union.
1: Texas is the only state that can legally Texas, secede from
7: the union. The reason Texas can is because Texas has legally held on to their land. Mm-hmm. They can pick up their state and say, "No, we're not a part of you anymore." Yep. That's why everybody puts their hope in Texas. What drains my hope of Texas is Texas wants to give that back to the fucking government.
1: Well, Greg Abbott does anyway. He's building a city for you know. What are you doing? So
7: I mean, seriously, you're the only state that can do this. And legally, when you plant your flag, it's like another country planting their flag in the ground. Yet you all dumb motherfuckers want to give it up for what? To, to be a bigger bitch to DC because that's what the rest of us are. We are sucking the tit of D.C. Including Donald Trump. You all are the one people that can say, you know what, fuck you, D.C. Eat a bag of fucking Richards. Do it now and do it at great haste. I mean, I'm serious. You guys have the ultimate fuck you button in the world. Yet you have a pussy ass governor who's confined to a chair with wheels on it. Yeah, I'm making fun of a handicapped guy now Go ahead Because he's a bitch All he's done since Biden took charge Is ride the back of his coattails So that way he doesn't seem like he's a part of it But he's still a part of it
1: He waits to see what other Republican governors do And how the polling goes Before he decides if he's going to do the same What a
7: faggot so- I-, I mean, seriously? Abbott? Hmm <sighs> Dude, I get it was a tractor accident, but bro, you talk about that like fucking Biden talks about his Corvette. It's getting gay. Just a little bit. I, I'm just saying, I personal opinion there, but seriously, I, I, I don't understand it. Like literally Marco, uh, not Marco Rubia, but what's his name? Ted Cruz. Every other day in the Senate is talking about how he would get back the Republic of Texas, if the federal government cooperated with all the laws in the land. I would never give that back. If I had to, that's like the, that's better than the ultimate Trump card. Don't get me wrong. The Trump card's pretty good. It's about an ace of spades. But when you play military rules, the two of spades holds the greatest power. So when you start talking about that military rules, baby, let me tell you something. You you got a republic in the United States of America. Let me tell you something. You have the ultimate Trump card. It trumps everything in the land. You are a republic in and without of itself. We are considered, well, we're supposed to be considered a republic. I know we're not. We have been a republic for a long
1: time. You want the proof of that? You want the proof that our First Amendment has been completely destroyed?
7: Yes. Please show me. I am dying for this. My legal education from VLEN.
1: Accordingly, in pursuant to local cr- criminal rule 57.7c, it is hereby ordered that all interested parties in this matter, including the parties and their counsel, are prohibited from making any public statements or directing others to make any public statements that target. One, the special counsel prosecuting this case or his staff. Two, defense counsel or their staff. Three, any of this court staff or other supporting personnel. Four, any reasonably foreseeable witness or the substance of their testimony. This order shall not be construed to prohibit dependent from making statements criticizing the government generally, including the current administration or the Department of Justice, statements asserting that the defendant is innocent of the charges against him or that his prosecution is politically motivated or statements criticizing the campaign platforms or policies of defendants' current political rivals, such as former President Vice Pence, former Vice President Pence, blah, 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 blah. Uh, That is the gag order on Donald Trump, who is currently running for president of the United States. He cannot make any public statements against the special counsel prosecuting this case or his staff.
7: Who does the special counsel work for? It's the department of justice. Huh. So you can't say anything about the department of justice either. Mm-hmm.
8: Hmm. Just saying.
7: Tell me again, how we don't live in a tyranny.
1: That literally says that Donald Trump cannot make statements about the weaponization of the DOJ.
7: One more time. Let me, let me go ahead and put this up here. The tree of Liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of tyrants and patriots. Look, the patriots have been pouring their blood out for this country for fucking years. Right now, we need to start pouring some fucking tyrant blood on the tree of liberty. Because I'm really fucking sick and tired of... That is a complete perversion of the Constitution of the United States of America. 100% a perversion of the Constitution of the United States of America. Not to include the IRS or any other entity they're in form with. Mentioned there above, CIA, FBI, DOD, DEA, any of those agencies.
1: They were never
7: ever approved by any, any part of the Constitution. In fact, they're mostly expressly disallowed by the Constitution. Folks, when I say that we go back to the true heart of the Constitution as a country, I mean, we get rid of it all. Listen, we cannot keep this fucking current government in charge of us. Anything built on a lie... Have you ever heard the fruit of the poisonous tree? The law about the fruit of the poisonous tree. In a court case criminal, whether criminal or civil, is immaterial. If you receive fruit from a poisonous tree, meaning you get a gift, but you get it illegally, that can never be used in court. Never. Because the, the way you maintained or acquired the information was not through A, good police work, which 90% of the time if you do good police work, you're going to catch everybody. The 99% of the time is where the FBI is supposed to be at because they're supposed to catch even the most ruthless, witless character out there under, according to their charter. Any other part of that time, what does that require? Well, it requires civil involvement. Mick, civil involvement. Yes, you. When a cop comes and knocks on your door and says, Hey, did you see anything? And you say, No, nah, I didn't see a damn thing because you just don't want to be involved because you don't have the time. Think about it this way. I think we talked about it yesterday or Sunday. Or no, we showed the video yesterday. Think about that guy. That was out there, that, that dude that was walking around with no shoes on. Yep. And remember how nobody gave him the time. Now think about that and put that in context to what we're talking about here. Nobody gave that case any time. What the fuck are you doing? Look, I'm sorry. I got a brown twat down here. <laughs> who is just moved my whole chair over because she had to be right here at my lap. And now she left the room. (laughs) Fuck you cunt. (laughs) This is why I hate women. That would be Annie. (laughs) Jesus. Fuck you cunt. She was hoping you'd bring her up in her lap for
1: a cameo, but that didn't happen.
7: (sighs) I, I just, I, I'm sorry. I'm not more worried about Israel. Um, I'm really worried about what's about to happen here. Whatever terrorist attack that's about to happen here, it ain't going to be pretty folks. You all know it. You all know it as well as I do. You know how many people have come across that border the last three years this idiot has been in charge. Mm -hmm. You know that we, we have no recompense because nobody can stand up and say that we've actually done something about it except for the people that showed up January 6th. And most of them are in jail. And yeah, uh, well, a lot of them are. I wouldn't say most of them because that's true. That's most a of them. lot of people. The ones that, that
1: went inside the Capitol.
7: Um, but there were some that were arrested that weren't even at January 6th. I know. So I you know. can't say that can't either. Can't say that either. That's so, true. Look, we've already seen shit we thought we'd never see in this country. We never thought we'd see the weaponization of our government the way we're seeing it right now. Uh, At least a lot of us did. not Those of you who just started tuning in because, oh my God, shit got worse. And you didn't think shit was going to get worse. I'm glad you're here. I really am. But remember why we're here. The biggest part is if we stop fighting, if we stop, if we're the ones that stop memory holding shit and we actually tell people what's actually going on. Like I've had people that say they've never seen some of the video clips I've seen. And I asked them how you're on social media more than I am. How have I seen them? But you haven't, I don't follow that shit. That's the important shit. Like it's our country. It's our, like when you, some of these fucking leftist stupid motherfuckers, I just want to shake them to death because I want to say, what are you doing about it? You talk about these problems like they exist in America, but when it comes time to putting boot to ass. Oh, well, well, I mean, I don't know all that much about it. I was just campaigning for this person. Well, wait a minute. What happened to people who believe what they say and do what they say to people who don't believe shit and don't do anything they say they do? How have we come
1: this far already? already this has been coming for a very long time yeah
7: i know it has but we i know but we've got to go we do we yep. gotta get the fuck out of here yep. i just i'm frustrated i guess i, I don't know whatever okay. anyway we gotta, we gotta get go the go fuck out of here we gotta go dinner and josh coming up next on yep. the red hill project you check her out tomorrow morning 8 30 in the morning for the good book mm-hmm. 905 for liana show yep. check that out that's always wonderful and no homework so you guys can watch whatever tomorrow. I don't know what your second movie was, Leanna. I know you watched The Good Shepherd. I just don't know what your um, second movie. Was. We there was a second movie. I just yeah, yeah. don't remember what it was. I didn't get it. It was an old World in. War Two movie. Well, that probably would have been fun to watch. i probably have to go back and watch a replay. Anyway, you can check out Leanna tomorrow, uh, 9.05 over on Red Pill and Rumble. Yep. Um, till then, um, you can check us out tomorrow night. Normal show, 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. Till then, fuckers, y'all have a great night. We'll see you later. Thanks for watching. Peace.
6: I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirt of South With the truck sit high, and he straight pipes loud This land, land of freedom Double barrels in case we need Man up, or sit your ass down We done talking, fuck around and find out Love my country, love my country